are now listening to Boys Next Door. I am not the one, the one, the one, the one, the one, the one, and call him in baby. The Renaissance film was amazing, just as I thought it would be. Five out of five, 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, according to me. I don't know what it actually is, but I enjoyed myself. And I'm still wearing my outfit from yesterday. And I tried to put my pigtails back in, my Renaissance pigtails, you know. My hair is very dirty right now. I need to wash it, though. But I enjoyed myself. <clears throat> and... um Oh, I'm drinking out of the cup. Now, I didn't get the popcorn. The popcorn was $23, okay? Well, the popcorn wasn't $23. The the, the thing was $23. Wasn't doing it. She got enough of my money. Um, and we got the... Ooh, let me get the posters. You guys should really go see the film. I'm actually very motivated. I'm feeling very, like... It's interesting, though, because this week I was very... Um, I was very, um, well, I was very, I don't want to, I, I wasn't depressed, but I was very like, um, like fuck everything. Like I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to do anything creative. I, want, I don't want to do anything other than lay in my bed and like collect money from the air or something. But seeing the movie, movie gave me a whole new perspective on things. Um, it did reinforce the idea that Blue Ivy runs her household. And that's all I'm going to say for the people who did not see the movie yet. Y'all should go see it. By the time you're listening to this, you know, it's past opening weekend. So, I mean, fuck you if you didn't go this weekend. But you have time. It's still in theaters. It's probably going to be in theaters for a minute, I guess. I don't know how long they keep movies in theaters. But um, go see it on Christmas. Yeah, I saw everybody was going to it. I'm like, that was my timeline yesterday. Everybody was just posting um, Renaissance shit. It was a very good time. I saw the whole movie. Um, I um, oh, and she dropped a new song called "My House." Y'all should go check that out. I can't wait to listen to that to the gym. I might go to the gym today. I don't know. It depends on my mood. Um, and then one last thing I want to say about the Renaissance. Oh, um. If y'all are upset about people performing in the theaters and singing along, take your ass home. I don't even know why you bought tickets. This is a concert film. Nobody came to see um, the Pope in a Catholic church hum these spirituals and stuff like that. Okay, It's a film with music in it. Get y'all life together. I was expecting to see more people like, I don't know. Like everybody I saw posting about it, they were just like, um. Just chilling. Like, look, like, I saw, like, people, like, posting, like, their before pictures, and then, like, they posted, like, half of the fucking movie, and then that was that. I was like, okay, well, I guess it was a good movie if you were, um, doing everything, you were able to focus on it. Even the things that the people were posting is, like, not even comparable to what's actually in the film, which I was very shocked. Not shocked by, but I was, uh, relieved by, because I thought I had ran into a bunch of spoilers. But there's a lot of stuff in the film that um, I'm away for you to come on people definitely need to see. It's probably going to end up on Netflix. Um, probably. But, you know, and hopefully at the same time she drops those visuals. Because we ain't forgot. That's what I thought the movie was going to be like. Like visuals between and whatnot. That would have made tons of sense too. It was already three hours long. I don't. I don't think it was... We didn't That's get out the of that theater until midnight. So it's like the Lord it's like the Lord of the Rings or some shit. Plus they were planted in other theaters, so we um was going to other theaters, turning they they theaters up because everybody was being fucking dead. Like my theater was decent, but like I wanted the girls to be in the aisles. I did me a little uh, I did the catwalk run uh thing in the theater. I got an applause. I felt great about that. Even though Ricky sent me off, Ricky was like, let's do it together. So I'm like, okay. So if y'all know the concert, the, the catwalk between um, Cuff It and, oh, what's next? After Cuff It. It's whatever is after Cuff It, that catwalk down the stage. So we did that. That was the plan. And I had to do it by myself. I thought Ricky was behind me. 
and I ended up looking like an asshole by myself. It was fun. Did you do anything special? I sat in the house. All my plans got canceled, so I was in the house. Well, I'm glad to be in the house today. It's a nice, gloomy day outside. My favorite type of weather. I don't think it's going to rain, but it's very gloomy. And welcome to the podcast, y'all. This is The Boys Next Door. We are here, and we're live, loud, and in color. And I'm wearing my yesterdays, because my name is Blackberry, and that's what I do. And I'm Ken Lush. Um, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram at Boys Next Door Pod and the YouTube. Go ahead and subscribe at Boys Next Door Pod. And uh, if you have questions or confessions, uh, please send those to asboysnextdoor at gmail.com. I want to say this real quick because I just caught myself doing it again. I was watching the video last week and um, I was kind of rubbing my nose a lot. And I know a lot of the girls be thinking people on coke and stuff like that. And I just want to put a PSA out there that I don't do coke. My nose just be itching. You know, I got nose hairs. You know, my nose ring be irritating me. My skin be kind of dry up here anyway. Not that I need to explain to y'all that I'm not on coke, but I just want y'all to know. The only drug I do is the Mary Jane. I always think that whenever I see someone like um like on like YouTube or something like rubbing their nose constantly, I'm always like, hmm, I wonder what they were doing. And then I get and sometimes I get head. the bug eye. Like I don't have big eyes, but sometimes my eyes do be like they be bucking a little bit. I be catching myself. No, not drug related. It's just I don't know. Maybe my granddaddy used to have bug eyes. I don't know. The Wendy Williams syndrome. Um. Yeah, that's about it. We got our Spotify wrapped. The numbers look great, um, even though most of y'all don't listen to us on Spotify. So I wish Apple <laughs> Music would do like a wrapped so we can get the truth about what we've been doing. Because that's where 95, I think it's 95% of our listeners use Apple Music. Oh, that's cool. I want to see those numbers. Yeah. Shout out to Spotify, I, though. I know I usually listen on Apple Music, but I've been watch, I watch the YouTube a lot more lately. Um, there was something else I wanted to say, uh, about the, um, Spotify, but thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for following us and interacting us with us on so- social media and all of that good stuff. Um, I'm going to go ahead and light my imaginary blunt today. Cause I'm not, I'm not lighting mine right now, but I'm lighting my blunt today to, um, you know, the Renaissance was fun, but now the real fun begins because Pink Friday 2 is almost here. It's almost upon us. And I just want you guys to be fully prepared to never hear me shut up about it. I believe I'm going to love the album. Oh, I did not know I had an extra bottle of syrup. I was going to go get some, but I have some. I am so excited for this album, even though the rollout is, you know, I'm choosing to ignore it. Because I'm, I'm an adult with my own life and business, so I'm not worrying about hoods. I just want the music. But, you know, I wish I'd seen some interviews, a single. I wish I saw, you know, a different album cover. But it's okay. It's okay. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. The house is not on fire. The album's going to sell like 500 million it. copies the like, first I, week. I feel like she's just doing her thing right now. She's like, when it comes out, it'll come out. and every, The music will probably speak for itself. I feel like that's what she probably thinks, so. I feel like she's probably just like, I'm not about to invest too much right now. And then afterwards, then she'll probably lay everything out, especially like closer to like the tour and whatnot. Well, she does have two shows this week or next week. The Jingle Ball show that my oh, friends cool. have been trying to drag me to. I'm like, girl, I'm not I'm not flying to Chicago to watch this show. I'm not doing it. I went to one of those B96 jam things before. Sorry, I keep rubbing my nose. I know we were just talking about Coke. We don't do I, Coke, y'all. I know. We're, we're Coke free. We're Coke free. Vibe. You know, I do love Coke Zero. Coke Zero is so good. But um, I went to a B96, like, summer jam. And it was actually really, really good. Like, this is show you how long ago it was. Carrie Hilton performed. Paula Anda performed. I think Flo Rida performed. Um, maybe Pretty Ricky. It was another group. It was like it was it was a good mixture of folks. It was a really good time. Sorry, I keep doing it. My nose is like it feels so oily, and so I keep trying to wipe it. But um, yeah, it was a really good group of people, and I feel like the concert didn't last as long as I thought it would. It was just like 
I don't know. It was a good time. I but I'm a festival guy. Like I love like concerts and I love like festivals and all that shit. Like that's that's like my shit. The idea of, of festivals don't entertain me. I, like, the lineup would have to be all artists I'm interested in. Not that I can't find a new artist that I like after going to this festival. Is like I'm standing on my feet all day, bunched up in a crowd. I, I'm just here for the headliner. Can I just show up right when Nikki's about to come? Is that appropriate? Is that allowed? I don't know. No, it's not allowed. The whole point of like festivals and, and like shit like that is like. I don't know, just taking in the music and the vibe and being around people who enjoy music too. It's just like, it's like really just like, I don't know, it's like camaraderie in a way, but it's just kind of like, I don't know, it's just like when I, I went to Made in America and it was long, it was a long day. By the end of it, bitches were getting stretched out, they were passing out, bitches got trampled, It was, but it was a really good time because by the time Rihanna came out, Everybody was just mellow. Everybody was smoking. It was just, it was such a good time. And then, um, I never go into Lollapalooza or anything like that because Lollapalooza, like certain like festivals and shit have different crowds. Like, um, Lollapalooza tends to like gear towards like the 17 to 21 year olds who are really, really fucking drunk and like acting a donkey. But then like you have like your pitchfork, um, or which is just like super mellow like the artist like when i went to pitchfork i saw SZA. i'm like so you already know the vibe was just like chill it was just like it's like you just have to pick your festivals wisely you can kind of like base like because there's so many different stages you can kind of like base what vibe you want based off what stage you go to because they're all very different it's, it's a good time though. oh so I, it's like I, you don't do you not get an all access pass to all stages well, all stages are, like, you get all access paid pass to, like, whatever stage you want. And so, like, once you pay for your ticket, you just choose which stage you want to go to. So, what people usually do is, let's say, like, I'll just, I'll just keep using the same people. Let's say Scissors performing at 1. You will go to Scissors. You will walk to the stage where Scissors at. You will go enjoy Scissors. And then, let's say, like, another artist, like, Paramore was performing at 3 at a different stage. You would just hurry up and try to go to that stage and get their set. And so, like, you kind of can bounce through it. But what I tend to do is I like to stay there the whole time so I can get, like, really good spots. So, like, whenever I go to a festival, I, like, I go early. I'm usually right at the gate. Even, like, when I go to concerts, I have to be super close. But I, I really enjoy it. I said I was going to try to go to um, Rolling Loud. Yeah, they want me to go to Rolling Loud with them, too. And I'm like, mm, no. No, I, I really just, I think Nikki's towards the pre-sale starts this month or next month, she said, one of these months. She probably lying. It's probably going to get pushed back. I don't know. Don't her. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm not spending no money on her until her tickets go on sale. And then I want to see who she's like going to have on tour with her, if anybody. I'm sure she's going to have an opening act, but I just wonder who. Tanache was actually how I got into Nicki Minaj, because Tanache was Nicki's opening act um, back in 2014. Oh, I love that. Yeah, that very weird opener, but I'm glad Tanasha got her spotlight. Strange, strange. She had three openers that tour. I was like, okay, yeah. let's wrap it up. And Tanasha should have had the most time out of all of them. Now that I look back at it, oh, it was Tanasha Meek Mill. It was Dej Loaf, Tanasha. It was Tanasha Dej Loaf. I forgot which order they came in, but it was Tanasha Dej Loaf and Meek. Dej and Meek did like a 40 minute set. Like, I was long. so over it. But I liked female music back then, so it was kind of like, okay. I that, But I like that kind of stuff, though. Like, I'm a music guy, per se. Like, I really just enjoy just, like, the environment and, like, just, like, I don't know. Just being around people, like, even, like, concerts. When you go to a concert, like, that's the vibe, like, at festivals. It's just like, oh, everybody's enjoying it. And, like, the vibe mm. that you want, like, you expect in a movie theater, people, like, dancing and doing cartwheels and shit like that. That's more so what you would get at like a festival than anything else. Because people are actually there to enjoy the music and not just watch it. Well, all in all, I'm excited. So, what are you lighting your blunt to? Uh, ending the year strong. Um, because I feel like I had a really good 2024. And I keep seeing people post like how terrible their years were. Oh, 2023, sorry. Um, I, ouch. Oh, sorry. I thought I had lit my blunt already and I thought I had like just put it out on my leg. But, um, I saw people like complaining about their 2023 and all that other shit. But I feel like all in all, my 2023 was just very, just like 
steady. There, like, no moment of it was just, like, not making progress. Like, there's a few, like, step backs, of course. But I feel like every time I had to step back, it was just, like, 10 steps forward after it. So I'm really, really happy with my 2023. I think I have a lot of good momentum going into 2024. And so I'm just really, really excited to see what happens. So that's what I'm laying in mind, too. Expectations. <laughs> I didn't have a bad 2023 either. I mean, you know, moments, but it was okay. Nothing, nothing exciting, nothing too tragic. Yeah. I feel like 2023, I feel like, I, I, I can speak for myself. 2022 ended like very just like, okay, what's next? But 2023, as it rolled on and rolled on and rolled on, I feel like it was just building momentum and ramping up until the point where I am now. Like, I just feel very just like, I feel like I'm in a very, I won't say comfortable I would feel like for the for the first time in a long time, I'm in a very safe space in my life, and I'm really really enjoying it. So it's just like I'm not stressed about anything. I'm not worried about anything. I don't have any like loose ends or bad ends. It's just everything just been everything. So I'm really grateful. So I'm really excited for 2024. Did I light it already? I light it again. Well, I hope you guys have an amazing 2024. We are gonna go ahead and jump into these topics today. Um, Got a couple of interesting things to talk about. First thing I wanted to talk about was um, do relationships need to have structure and boundaries? Um, or do you think that structure and boundaries is more for heterosexual people in heterosexual relationships? Because oftentimes, you know, the gays, a lot of the gays, they just want to be, you know, a put up housewife. And it's like, but you're a gay man. But if that's what you want. I'm so if that's what you talk. want, is that what you want? Or, like, is that what you think you want? Or, like, I don't know. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. Man, that was a, okay. it was a little judgy. It was a little judgy. I, I'll, I'll cop to that. But I take it back because yeah. I don't really care for fuck what you do. So, it's that. Okay, so I have a friend that every time, like, they mention, like, what type of guy they want to date or whatever, they want to be, like, this, like, put-away housewife type life. And they just want to, like, he go out and he the man and I'm the woman and all this other shit. And I feel like before I used to think that way too. Like I will, I like, I want a man that wants to go out and do all this shit, blah, blah, blah. I want a man who wants to do all that shit, but still allows me to like thrive in my masculinity. And so I feel like oftentimes as gays, like, especially if you're a bottom, you oftentimes get squeezed into this like box of like, you're the girl. If 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 both of y'all the girl, who the boy? So it's just like like you all take time get put in that fucking box, and I feel like that bleeds over into your relationship roles too. And so I think that's a lot, oftentimes why a lot of like a lot of more feminine guys like seek out like more masculine figures because of that heteronormative thinking that we have been like forced to like live in for the longest. And so like I off like back to your question, I don't feel like. Wait, what was it? I forgot. Sorry, I just got high really, really fast. But uh, I just, I just, I just don't think that that. I think that we need structure. Yes, I think we need boundaries. Yes, I feel like that has nothing to do with like a heteronormative thinking. I think it's just to deal with relationships in general. If things don't have boundaries, they can go any which way. Anything can happen. And at the end of the day, it's no one's fault because you guys have not set that pattern down for yourselves. And what is okay, what's not okay. And oftentimes, that's the biggest problem in relationships is that people don't like to set boundaries. And I feel like boundaries are super, super healthy. I feel like they're super, super like needed in every fucking relationship. So, what do you think? I mean, I definitely think... First of all, there needs to be some sort of structure if this is a relationship. Like, if you are actually somebody who I said, you know, I'm not going to lick nobody else's butthole if I'm with you. If we have crossed that threshold, we need some structure. Like, I feel like right. it don't have to be like, oh, um, you know, you cook, I clean, you come over this amount of times a week. You, It don't have to be, like, so structured in that sense, but it, we need to have... And understanding of what's going on here. Now, let's say we live together. We definitely gonna need some structure because we have to pay these bills, and we are absolutely going fifty-fifty. I don't give a fuck what nobody told you. You gonna yes. pay half. I'm gonna pay half. I simple. Yes, one million fucking percent. <laughs> Let me tell you, after going fifty-fifty on the bills, to have to go for all the bills yourself, bitch. I will get a relationship just for somebody to take care of the fucking bills at this point. Listen, it's. 
the amount of money you keep in your pocket, like, of course, like, logically, you're like, duh, you're splitting your bills with somebody. But the amount of money you actually get to keep and that you actually feel yourself keeping, that alone will be like, baby, we can shack up. You just got to pay your bills, make sure you got a job. Like, you know, I've been I've up. been tempted a few times to be like, you know, this rent thirteen hundred dollars. I need to find me a homeless sexual and, you know, and polish him up. Make it work. I, I, like okay. at this point, it's, it's just like oh, living alone is already just like one of the things where like I took for granted having my own space. Like, I took for granted, like, because when, like, when, before I moved with my part, my, I would say partner, ill, because I just don't think, like, I just don't think of them that way anymore. So, it's just, like, the unionship. <laughs> so, before I moved in with my unionship, I lived with my mom. And so, I had, like, I was in my room mainly. Like, I had my own little space. My room was pretty fucking big, to be honest. And so, like, I had no space to do whatever I wanted to do. And so, like... Going from that, which is still kind of like in a structured environment, still like boundaries, still like rule set that I didn't really set and so forth and so on. to going to live with um, a unionship and you both setting your rules and your boundaries and like what what works, what doesn't work. And you all like trying to coexist to actually like living alone and having the freedom to like set my own rules, do what I want to do, like the the. The fluid, the, the fluidity, fluidity that I feel like through my day, just going on my own schedule, top notch. Like I can't even imagine living with somebody right now. Like you have to like have your shit. Like when I say like you have to exist in your own world, kinda. You have to exist in your own world because I just like, I like I like my things. How I like my things, and I guess that deals with boundaries too. That's part of the reason why I won't get a cat, even though I want one, because I just feel like. Something else in here taking over things. I mean, I can't imagine it. I can't, I can't imagine being in a house with a man and he like doing little shit like leaving my toilet seat up. Mm-hmm. I really have a pet peeve about that. And I, I don't know, maybe it's, maybe it's the fact that I was raised around all girls. It's just like, let the toilet seat down. Like, I don't understand I what's the big issue. For me, like I don't, I, I, I don't, I don't, I, I think I mostly keep my toilet seat down, but that's because I think it's ugly when it's up. So I, I prefer to keep it down because I just like, like why, like you have like the little, the little, the little stoppers on the bottom of the toilet so it doesn't go all the way down and that's sticking out. I don't like, I don't like the um visual of that. So I prefer to keep it down. But I'm also not bothered like when a guy comes over or anything like that and he goes to the bathroom and he leaves it up. I'm also like, okay, you're a nigga, so. I mean, I'd rather you have lift the toilet seat up. See, to me, that's so crazy. It's like you come to somebody else's house and not leave stuff how you found it is wild to me. That says to me that you don't pay attention to your surroundings and you weren't raised right. That's true. I can see that, too, because I'm like I'm that person where if I go to somebody's house, I don't care if I like, you know, like you like someone has a um, a paper towel roll and you like yank it too hard and it moves out of place. I'm the person trying to move it directly back into where it was. I don't want it to seem like I was even there. So I can see that too. But I'm also just kind of like, I'm not disturbed by you doing your thing as long as it doesn't interrupt my thing. Because I pee with the toilet seat up too. So it's just kind of like, it's it's not bothering me any, but it's also kind of just like, I see why you would be bothered by somebody's. Well, I pee sitting down. So that's why it also bothers me because it's like, let my seat down so I can sit down. See, yeah, that's why I was saying like, like it doesn't, it doesn't move my like have my flowing at all. So that would that probably be the least thing that bothered me. I would probably be more like bothered if like, oh, this would definitely bother me. Like you know how you have like your medicine cabinet. I can always tell when people touch, rummage, open my medicine cabinet because the way I layer things and lay things in there. If you move it an inch, even after I close the door, I know exactly how everything's going to move. I know. So, like, if you open my door and I see anything move when I when I go to, like, grab my products or anything like that, I know you have touched my shit. I don't want to know you touched my shit other than the toilet. I don't want to know. Now, I walking into somebody's house and going through their cabinets is wild. Now, they say you should do that, especially, like, if it's a man house, you don't, you know, you don't really know him like that. You want to see what type of medicine I'm, he on, what he I'm got going on there. there. I'm all in there. That is nuts to me because 
okay, so I'll find like herpes medication in your cabinet. Like, what am I, what am I going to do with that information now? Am I going to confront you about having herpes and you didn't tell me? Cause now you got, now I got to confront you with the fact that I went through your shit. You know what I'm See, saying? It's tricky because literally this is how it works. Okay. You go rummaging. You're like, okay, that's kind of odd. Blah, 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 blah. But then you keep it in the back of your head as you're listening to conversations and you start play, putting pieces of the puzzle together on what you saw and the evidence that you've gathered so far. But it's also just kind of like when I snoop, I'm just, I have the I have the faucet running, so you can't really tell. I probably like already peed, so that's already done. And then I usually pee like on the side anyway, so I don't like people hearing me pee. I think that is so weird. Cause like even when, like when I go like the public bathrooms, I think the people like people are listening to you pee, and so I try to I always avoid pee it. on the side. Yeah, like it's just it's just silent silent piss. Um, but I just like so I'm like I'm like really snoopy about it. But anything that I find in there, I don't hold it against you because first of all, I shouldn't be looking through there. I don't know who you might have had over your house. That's how you jump to conclusions and get your ass burnt. And I'm not trying to get burnt, but also you ain't gonna burn me. So if I see some something in there a little bit kind of scandalous, I'm gonna keep it in my Rolodex of notes. So. I don't know when when I invite people over my house, I leave everything out. Find Do it. Do you go? Is 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 nothing you gonna? If it's something I really want to hide, it would be hidden. But other than that, it's out. Like everything, yeah. everything on my counter is like I don't have I don't have nothing but prep and then all like my hair stuff and my face. Well, I only have much face stuff. Y'all know I don't have a skincare routine. But I like all my hair stuff, combs, brushes, all that shit. My toys sitting on the tub. The douche is under the cabinet. If you, it's Epsom salt under there. It's bubble bath under there. Like if tissue, if you want to go, go right on ahead, you're not going to find nothing. And, um, if I was really hiding something, it would be like, you know, hit, I was going to say where I would hide it, but then you would know once you came to my home, but it'd be hidden. I'm going right there. As soon as this episode is posted, I'm busting in. Like, like for me, like I believe, like if somebody's coming over and I have like fair warning, I need to have time, like, I straighten everything. Everything's freshly washed, like, like, spray down. I like the scent of, Everything's got to be clean. Yeah, I want Lysol. I want you to, like, touch it and you feel like you might slip and, like, your plate might slip and fall off the table because there's so much fucking um, bacterial and sanitizer um, wash on the fucking counter. Like, I'm really, really anal about that because I feel like my mom was really tough on me about, like, presentation to other people. She was very tough on being, like, Okay, so like you like you have to make sure like people see the best of you. You have to make sure people don't have these negative thoughts or whatever, whatever. And then that was reinforced in school where we were basically like trained and conditioned to be like super just like pristine. Like it just kind of just like, oh, it was annoying. So I'm just really like big on like I don't want I don't want somebody to come over and then they they go home and talk to their friend like yeah I went over to Ken house and he had like hair by the toilet seat or something or like a uh, um, it was a little crud in the in the corner. Like I'm, I don't, I like I hate it, hate it. I definitely do a, a thorough polishing of the home. I'm definitely finna pour some fabuloso. I'm finna mop. Yes, fabuloso. It's smell like bleach. Oh. You know, I'm turning the air on because the cold air, a cold home makes it feels like it's cleaner. Oh, I'm turning the air on. And it gets like all the um, the fumes from all the cleaning supplies. It really gets it percolating. Like I know, mm-hmm. like the heat packs it in, but that cold air once it starts kicking in, you really get the hint of like fabuloso everywhere. Even if you didn't hit that spot right, it's gonna be over there, um, ducking and dodging over there. I love it. Oh, I love clean houses. Yeah, uh, I'm actually looking at a big fucking mess around here right now, though. But you can't tell because I straightened that bed up. Oh, my light's not Alexa. Room light pink. She's been very hard headed all day. Let's see. Alexa, room light pink. And stop embarrassing me. So like I was saying, I do think. Can you imagine? Wait, wait, wait. Can you imagine <laughs> how many people who might be listening to this on their TV or anywhere else just literally uh, you just triggered so many fucking alarms? Sorry. That's Tell your Lexis I said hi. Oh, speaking of artificial intelligence, I just watched that movie Megan. Uh, Megan is a bad bitch. I love that movie. Baby, she she was on a mission. She was out of fucking pocket, but she kind of was like she was in the right. 
I mean, she defended her girl like she was supposed to. I don't see what the problem was. Would you? Would you? Would you want a robot like that? No, no. Oh, Maybe okay. a sex robot. I don't know. I don't know. I don't want no metal penis in me. No, like it's like real. It's like flesh. It's like you know, but it's a robot. It just you know. Can you imagine being like drunk or high and like forgetting that that fucking robot exists and you walk in your house and it's just sitting there waiting for you? Like, bitch, what if it? What if it becomes like a crazy robot, a sex robot, and like you're forced to like fuck it all day or some shit? Like, I'm waiting for AI to snap, and then that'll be the worst thing to fucking snap. It's gonna happen. That's what happened. That's what all these movies like. I don't. I don't think these people uh-huh. just be coming up with this stuff like just out of their brain. It's gonna happen. They predicted the future. Same thing that happened with that show that I keep telling y'all to watch called Wayward Pines that y'all need to watch. In about a few thousand years, we are gonna not exist and we're gonna be taken over by you know super ex- extraordinary humans who have d- who have morphed into monsters. They're gonna eat you. So I robot. I wonder if like, like if you were given a chance to become a robot or like be a slave to the robots, would you choose to become a robot or would you choose to stay like a normal person? Like you would basically be like Hunger Games. You would live in, like your colony, but then it would be like robots as well. Oh, I've never seen Hunger Games. I've been meaning to get into that, so I don't get the reference. That but... is that is such a type of movie though. Uh, somebody else has told me that, and I believe it. I can I can just tell by the title that it gives something that I would be interested in, but I just haven't gotten around to it. How many movies That's are there? So, I don't know. I think like three mm-hmm. or four, but I think it's a trilogy, so maybe it's three then if it's a trilogy. But I can't remember if it's a fourth one for a, like another. Book. I know Viola, like Davis, Di- Viola Davis is in a new one. I think, right? Oh, the um, I was I wanted to go see that one too. Like, I, oh, I forgot all these movies and shit was even coming out because of the fucking strike. So now everybody's bombarding me with fucking advertising for fucking everything. Like, I get it, of course. But it's also like, I'm like, dang, I forgot that was coming out. Oh, dang, that's coming out too. Like, it's hella movies out right now. Well, uh, let's say you're in a relationship now with this person and, you know, y'all got y'all structure, y'all got y'all boundaries. And now this motherfucker is disabled. They got to use a wheelchair. They need assistance. I didn't mean to say motherfucker like that. I've been drinking. Not Charles. I didn't mean it like that. I didn't mean Charles, it like that. Please. What I'm saying is, let's say your partner became disabled during the relationship. I got this topic from Claudia Jordan. She says one of her good friends has been married to her husband for nine years. She got into some sort of accident and she's temporarily paralyzed. Um, you know, it's not like she never has a chance of walking again, but she's confined to a wheelchair. And her husband left her because he said the wheelchair is not attractive to him. It's been turning him off. Oh, he left her. I thought it was going to be a good story. No, he left her. And so I just want to know, what would you do? You leaving your man on his four wheels or what? <laughs> four wheels of shout out to Shout out to all my all our differently abled uh, listeners. Okay. This is not, not jokes on y'all, but, I, you know, he got wheels. Ah. Like, you know, Greg okay. Abbott. Did you say wreck havoc? Like Greg Abbott, the Texas governor. Oh, I thought you were saying like I thought you said they have four wheels to wreck havoc with them. I'm like, you right. They should. But um I think I was watching a porn the other day and the guy was like um disabled. I I don't know. I I don't I I he was getting he was an fucked. amputee? No, he had his legs, but they didn't work. And so um he was in a wheelchair. And so I can't remember if he was bottoming or topping, but that would be like a big thing for me because I just like, like how, like, I think that would have to come like with the conversation we were having earlier about boundaries and stuff like that. Would I be able to go out and get dick or would like, how would that work? Cause I doubt I would want to leave you, especially if like, is that bad? Like stepping out on your disabled <laughs> man for some dick. Like you can't do that. So I feel like you should be able to understand like, Hey, like I need a itch that can, I need a, I got a scratch that need itching, you know? Uh, I mean, if I marry somebody, which, if I'm somebody's partner, like, you know. Ew, you're a partner? 
I'm just saying partner because it's just like, I don't know, it's, it's just rolls off the tongue. I don't want to be called somebody's partner or referred to as somebody's partner. Oh, he's, like, partner yeah. he's, a, he's in a partner party now. I know. Um, I said it earlier yeah, too. I know. Like, that's I'm not, weird. I'm not leaving. I'm not going to leave Wheelchair Bay. You know, I'm going to roll him around wherever he got to go. You got to go to the doctor. You got to go to work. Let's get in this chair. Let's go down the hall. We can race. Let's see who wins. You know what I'm saying? Race what? Like, like, like? are you running against him? I'm going to run against the wheelchair. This sounds like a CBS or NBC comp, like romance comedy show. Why are you racing this man? Is because that why would I leave this man? He's in a wheelchair now. We might as well have fun with it. Like, I mean, exactly. even if he can't have sex, there's other ways to have sex. You know what I'm saying? There's just like, exactly. if I, I just, I'm just thinking like, if I'm madly in love with somebody, this person is everything I need, everything right. I want. And they just happen to um, be Joe Swanson one day. Like, it is what it is. Like, we just gonna have to make it do what it do. Now, that don't mean I'm, I, I'm not gonna treat you no differently. If you piss me off, let, imagine, imagine a nigga in a wheelchair cheating on you. I'm gonna push you so far down a flight of stairs, it's not even gonna make no sense. You know how Helen put that nigga in the tub? You gonna be somewhere drowning, okay? You're going to get treated like everybody else. But we can stay together if you want to. <laughs> this is insane. It's, it's like, but I guess there's two representations of literally like how it works. Because you either have Joe Swanson and Bonnie. And Bonnie's just like medicated through the <laughs> oh, whole experience. Oh, that's true. Medicated through the whole experience. And then you have Helen and Charles and Helen ready to beat his ass. Because you never know. Like, what if that nigga was actually like a dog to you before, like, you, before he got in a wheelchair? Are you still staying? Oh well, I, we would have never been together if he was talking. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know. You know how. Okay. So. I know what you're saying, but it's like it's like yeah. if he dogged me out before he got in the wheelchair, I wouldn't give a fuck if he ended up in the wheelchair or not. I, I, he would exactly. be blocked. His family would be blocked. Don't call me about no hospital. He not okay. Is he alive? Is he not? Uh, what in the funeral? I don't give a fuck. The nigga cheated on me. I ain't got nothing to do with him no more. I was watching a video earlier, and this guy was under anesthesia. And his girlfriend was like asking him questions and he was like, well, he, she wasn't asking questions. He just started talking and was like telling all his business. Like he got a girl pregnant. He's fucking bitches, blah, blah, blah. And I, I'm like, I'm thinking about like, okay, so what if the guy's in a wheelchair and all of a sudden all this information comes out after that I didn't know beforehand. It just kind of like, there's so many caveats that come after being put in a situation like that. It's kind of like people, yeah. like you never know who he may become after it. Like what if I'm no longer in love with who you become after such a like horroring experience, you know? And so I feel like people like put a lot of weight on those who have to give more care suddenly, but it's also kind of like who, like we also have to give ourselves that same amount of care. So like, I feel like everything's situation based. I'm not, I, I'm not leaving you just because you're like fucking like in a situation like that. But if you start acting different or my feelings change, I'm out. I don't care if you're in a wheelchair, if you got to walk on your hands, or if you got to teleport. I'm done. So that well, I, I mean, I can agree with that because it's just like you know any other relationship. If you want disabled or not, if this if this shit starts switching up, I'm jumping the ship. Period. But um, I guess you I'm also rolling, have to be rolling on out of there, baby. <laughs> Rolling Ray up this motherfucker, okay? Her, you will never hear from me or again, Your Honor, <laughs> bitch. You better act right. You better act Her right because you got you somebody willing to stay and wheel your ass around. Act like you got some sense. Okay, park. You better park that wheelchair. Park it right, bitch. Oh. Um, but I definitely, I think, also think it depends on um if y'all are like married for real or not too because. You know, it's it's them checks gonna be hidden. Kind of, huh? Them checks gonna be hidden. Well, I wasn't thinking that way. Oh, oh, <laughs> but oh, I'm just saying, like, you kind of signed up for that. Like, you literally legally signed up for that when you married somebody, like, to take care of them. They get they say sickness and health. So if you marry somebody and you dip out on them and y'all been together for nine years because she in a wheelchair and is unattractive to you, that is crazy. At least cheat in private. See, but I'm better off because at least I asked for permission. Like, babe, I need my back crack. Can I, can, like, or, like, what if, what if he's into that? What if he's into, like, coke, co uh, coke holding, cokerization, coke, cooking? Coke, coke holding. Coke or holding. Being what a if cook. he's, oh, yeah, what if he's into coke holding? 
and he's like, oh, like, that's kind of hot. Because I've been with people who was really into, like, watching other people fuck their partner. I think I'm one of those people. I haven't been tested, but (laughs) I feel like I I would like to see my man fuck on somebody else. Not like to see, but I, like, wouldn't die if it was, like, a thing that we agreed on. Arranged. And that also falls within the subject of boundaries. Because I feel Mm -hmm. like that's something that can be set up and arranged and, like, you legit can, like, make it work. Because I know I'll be into it. I would love for my, like, nigga to bring one of his verse friends and we, like, take them down together or something like that. Or their total top friend. And then run a train on me. Like, I'm totally... It wouldn't even be a train at that point. I guess it would just be, like, a threesome. So, like, um... So, like, I would, I would call it a train, though, because I just have a fantasy of being, like, ran on. So, see, I would just use the opportunity to pretend I'm being a train ran on me. See, and I was listening to something, a podcast earlier this week, and they were talking about what's the difference between a train and a threesome. And they were like, a train is when, like, one guy fuck you, then the next one come in and he fuck you. And then I'm just like, I never thought about a train like that. I always think about a train just being, like, all these niggas just fucking you. I never thought about the fact of, oh, I guess that would be a train is when... One come in and fuck you, the next one come in and fuck you. So I like. I mean, that's more of like a. I mean, I well. I yeah. Mean, I guess that makes sense, but I just I feel like those words are kind of interchangeable. Like train, come dump, gangbang. Like I feel like it's just. I feel like threesome is like specifically like a threesome, but like. But see, yeah, that's why I'm all saying, threesomes like, aren't trains. But I mean, like, oh, I guess not, because a train would just be one person focusing on. Oh, wait, two people focus. Well, I agree. It can be seven people focusing on one person, right? I don't know. I have no clue. Wow. I think train and gangbang in my brain is the same thing. Like, if it's ten niggas fucking one person, I feel like that's a train or a gangbang. I want. I want a train gang. I want a train gang. I want a train gangbang so bad, or whatever you want to call it. Like, I. I I really, I just want to experience that. Like I've had a mini one and it was kind of fun, but I want, I want a real one, like where it's just like niggas and they're all hot up. Like you know, like that one porn um ad when it's a little white girl on the couch and she's surrounded by mm-hmm. hella niggas. Like I want to mm-hmm. be her. I want, I want my face to be plastered like over her. See, to me, that's a train or a gangbang. I feel like it. The difference between like, you know, trains and gangbangs and like, you know. I guess group sex is that everybody in the group sex is having sex with each other, but like in a train or a gangbang, it's just usually one or two people getting fucked by, you know, the penises in the room. Penises in the room. Would you do a swinger type situation? Sure. You think? I don't know. I think that's a lot of commitment. I mean, I don't know if we would commit to being swingers, but I mean, I definitely would love to do things with other couples if I had yeah. a boyfriend and we had a couple that we did stuff with. I feel like that would be cool. Yeah. That would be kind of that'd be kind of lit. Like, I mean, and, and like it was, it's just our thing. Like we all ha- and we all have sex together. There's no one-offs. It's all four of us at the same time. It's no uh, we finna I'm finna no, link with what's his name. No. It would be starting like that. It would be like j- like, I watch so many true crime stories where it's just like, they were swingers. And then Jill fell in love with Bob, and Bob fell in love with Jill. But neither of their spouses knew the truth. And then all of a sudden, they fall in love, and they and then their partners ran out, and then they, then they got to kill each other. So it's just like, I always think about that kind of shit. It's just kind of be like, I don't know. That is such a commitment. Because that's a lot of emotions involved. That's a, like a lot of time spent, especially if you're like friend swingers. Because you're not going to swing with another couple that you don't trust in some type of it, like a like way. And so I just always think about like the fact of like, I don't know, like I feel like I feel like you can love more than one person at a time and being that intimate with someone and being so close to someone, I feel like anything can pop off. So I would be more I don't know, I feel like I would just be more cautious about swinging. It would definitely have to be like, you know, we link up a couple times a month if that's what we into, you know what I'm saying? Oh, All for I mean, maybe once a month, you know, we do a double date, we go down to the movies, get a nice bite to eat. Maybe we don't eat too much, but you know what I'm saying? We all get together, drink a little, smoke a little, play a little game. You know, the game nights always warm the girls up. You know, you'd be like I... 
Have yeah. you ever sucked dick at a card party? And then you're like, no. And then you're like, want to try it now? <laughs> yes. And then everybody gets the popping, you know? Okay, I'll still have the I need me out. a good gay game night. I ain't been to one in a while. The game nights I be going to, they don't be freaking on each other. I need to go to ones where they freaking. Maybe you should throw one. Maybe that can be our thing. Like the Boys Next Door is game night. And we like, we host the game night. And we get we set the mood and we like keep the fun going. I think that'd be so fun. That that could like I think that'd be a, a fun thing to do. Everybody just I could totally do that. It's just I don't I don't really like mingling with too many people. You know I ain't really got that many friends. I got I got my friends, but it's just like mm. you don't want to fuck on them, right? No, I don't want to fuck on my okay. friends, and I also don't want to just, I don't know. I don't know. It would have to be something I'm not in control of. Cause and you don't want to invite strangers. And I would want it at my house, too. And the thing is, I really don't trust people in my house like that. Like, whenever I invite someone new over yeah, my house. Yeah, because you be going through people's cabinets. Uh, let's, shut up. That was so, that was earlier. We were talking about now. Whenever I invite someone new over my house, I'm always just kind of like, dang, what if this is like a setup? And they were like, just like, like casing my house to invite the killer back over later to rob the place. Like my brain automatically goes there. So I'm just like, I can't imagine having a game night full of gays. And then all of, all of a sudden, like later on, they bust back in and beat my ass and steal everything. Or they get me drunk. Cause I've gotten really, really drunk at those gay game nights and shit has gone down. I definitely need to get a part of some action. I'm very, very much like last night I was heading home from the theater. I was like, wow, I'm so inspired, you know, I'm gonna do all these creative things. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Beyonce goes home to her man and I'm going home to my pillow. Okay. I have to give my pillow a name. I need somebody to cuddle with. I don't even want to freak on nobody. I just, I like, I cuddle and I sleep better when I cuddle. So I kind of want, you know. I was going to say that. I feel like lately I've been in the such a mood for like, I know like this is so like corny, but like the pajama sets and like the movie time. And I keep seeing pictures of like people being out like, you know, like those, you know, like those three o'clock in the morning drives where you're just like vibing to the music with someone and, and like the vibe, like the vibe is perfect. And like the environment's perfect. Like I really want one of those. It's just kind of like, I'm really just in a mood for just, I guess like, I guess that's a form of intimacy, but I'm really in the mood for that. And I really just like, I'm like, oh, sex is okay. I have, I'm still not like craving it anymore. Like, so I'm back in ass, but I'm just like, whatever now. Like, I guess I didn't lock it down this long. I'm just like, whatever. But so it's just like, I'm not really craving that, but I am, I have been craving like camaraderie from a nigga. <laughs> not camaraderie. Com camaraderie is crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm feeling. Well, speaking of sex, we have a confection this week, and we have it from one of our listeners, uh, Alex, who loves to tell us his business, and we like to read it on air. What do we name those people who write back most of the time? I can't remember. Oh, um, I don't know. Pen Pals? I don't sugar, know. Sugar. It sugar. Was on the, it was something about them bringing sugar or something like that. Oh, I remember you saying that, but I don't remember what the name was. Well, anyway, we do have a confession this week from Alex. And Alex titles this confession, Car Sex Sucks. Oh, this is um, not starting off right. Now, I thought this was a question, but when I read it, I was like, okay, he's just getting this off his chest. So I'm putting this in the confession category, Alex. Alex says, hey, guys, it's been a while. I just hooked up with this guy, and we had sex in his car. At first, I was excited, and I started giving him head, and then he gives me head. I told him to ride me, and it took a minute. SMH. Then we kissed while he rode me, and then all of a sudden he sticks his tongue in my mouth. Very rough. Then I made him come when he rode me, and I licked up the cum. Alex is a freaky girl. My type of bitch. Um, he kept riding me till I pulled out and came. I got ready and left almost immediately. It wasn't his fault, but that was the worst experience I've had. It didn't feel good, except when I was getting head, and he was not freaky at all. Anyway, yeah. He was kind of weird, but he was fine though. Had a good dick size, and that's about it. Um, sorry, have you, I had a terrible experience. With car have sex. you have you ever been disappointed like during a hookup, like when it's like when it's winding down? You're kind of like that was just trash. Um, so I've had that happen immediately after, and like weeks after, I realized that wasn't as good as I thought it was. Yeah, I've like. 
Okay, so I know like every nigga hype up their shit. Like lately, guys been hyping up, and I'm like, okay, cool. But like, one guy I hooked up with, he was hyping his shit up. He was like, yeah, and like he posts on his story all this like nasty shit, and just I'm like, you thinking he gonna? I'm like, this about to be some good dick. I went over there, and it was just like, when I say boring, like I like I know how I lay shit down. I know how shit go. I'm sucking on his dick and he's just laying there and it's just getting harder and harder and I'm just looking like first of all it doesn't it doesn't really match the pictures so strike one strike two cat dick like yeah cat dick cat dick <laughs> strike two um he's a tip driller and I don't like tip drillers you go to cow for that shit I don't I'm not just sucking the tip I like sucking the full thing I like putting the whole fucking thing in my mouth you're in the wrong neighborhood. This is the boys next door neighborhood. Go to that other one for that type of shit, okay? Mm-hmm. I like I like I like I like giving sloppy head. Like I like I don't <laughs> I don't like I'm not trying to be like I'm not trying to suck your dick and then like have to like wipe my mouth because you're like, "Oh, it's too wet. I don't want to do that." He didn't say that. But he would just like like he, every time I would like try to every, not try. Every time I would deep throw his dick, he would like he wouldn't react. I'm just like Okay, I know how that feels. I know when I, I know my tricks of devastation. Then, but when I went to the tip, that's the spot. I'm just like, this is just boring. And then he nutted, didn't say anything, and I was just like, what are you about to do? Yikes! Like, no. So, Alice, I feel your pain. These niggas are tricksters out here. The last time I told a story about a horrible sex experience I had on this podcast, I lost a whole friend. So. <laughs> Um, I don't even want to retell the story because it's just like reopening. Because I was thinking can, about. Can hmm. you give a spark note? You say you were thinking about it. I was thinking about the person, and I was like, you know, I don't know if that's the reason he, you know, stopped okay. communicating with me, but I'm pretty sure that's the reason. I was because um, I discussed that. our sexual experience here, and and um, you know, he was a good person. So I mean, fuck him. But he Did was you say a good anything person. bad? I don't think you said anything that bad though, right? I don't think I don't think what I I don't think the way I said it was bad. I also don't think what I said was bad, but it was about him and he probably was offended by it. So you know, even if whether or not I intended it to be mean, he probably felt it as mean. So shout I'm right. sorry, but not really because that's my I get the I have the right to tell my side of the story and just because you don't like it, it you know, that's fine. But I mean it's the truth. It's my truth, I guess. See, and and that's why I always overthink when I'm hooking up with people. Like we were talking about this last week, like the sex balls, whatever. I'm always just like, damn, I don't like I don't want somebody to go home when they five years later on and say I was trash. I want I want I want all good reviews. But, like, you don't even know if that was really the reason why. He could have just been, like, in a mood or felt some way about anything. It just been, like, whatever. People are so fickle. Shout out to him. And and I'm glad I caught myself because I was getting ready to talk shit about somebody else. But I'm going to hold my tongue. Well, bitch, I just talk shit about somebody. Well, I'll say this. Exactly. I never regret having sex with people. Because I just be like, you know, it is what it is. I, I knew what I was doing when I was doing it, okay? I bust this cat open because I wanted to, all right? Some people just don't deserve some pussy, though. <laughs> That's very And, you true. know, it's somebody I should not have given some to. But it's not, like, on no, like, regret tip. It's just more so, like, a, um, could have did something else Man. with my time that night. <laughs> You could have knitted a hat. Instead, you wrote that dick like I could have knitted woman. a fucking hat, bitch. I could have masturbated and just went to bed like I normally do. I'm tired of doing that, though, but it's okay. I'll keep doing it. I don't mind. Yeah. I'm hoping, I'm hoping like, by, like, mm, I don't know, maybe December 20th, I'll have, like, found, like, a nigga that I like enough and who likes me enough so I can, What's like... What's on December 20th? I don't know. It's just five days before Christmas, so I guess I can give them enough time to get um, get Christmas gifts for me before everything gets sold out. Because you never you, know. If you find somebody on December 20th, you expect a gift from them on December 25th? No, but I do expect, like, something of, like, 
time or like I don't want just a text message like like even if you come over for a little bit and chill and then you go about your day cool because I don't have like on Christmas like I don't have like family or anything out here and so it's just kind of like I'll be I'll be by myself in general so I'm like if you like me enough by December 20th like December 25th from now until then like just come chilling with me for a little bit probably make me feel so good and so like that would probably be a gift more so than like an actual gift but I do like pink things I wear a size small. I'm a size 28, 30 in the waist and jeans if you want to give me some denim tears. Um, small sweatpants. Um, nine and a half shoes. Did I say that? Mm-hmm. Just in case you're listening, you want to buy me a gift. I am just more so interested in seeing if my mindset changes for me. We were talking about like 2024, you know, things and of that nature, like... I'm just interested to see if I'll be more ready to date. I'm willing to date, but I'm not ready yeah. to date, I don't think. I'm just I'm just wondering if my mindset will change cuz you know, pretty much I just feel like I mean, I was born alone. I can die alone. It doesn't really matter to me. That's true. I also feel like until you meet somebody that adds value to your life, um hello darkness, my old friend. That was very dark. Yes. Um, I I'm feel drunk. like until you meet somebody that adds like value to is that what are you drinking out of that out of that cup? Yes, I pour you am I I feel like my whole face is numb. That's how I know I'm drunk. I uh I have well, a little wine and I pour some juice in it. At least you're not having like allergic reaction this time. Well, my throat is not open like it normally is, uh, so it's fine. I mean, it's really, it's probably not that open, but at least it's not, okay, whatever. You know, it, it don't open up other stuff, but, you know. I forgot what I was talking about, but, um. Wow. Damn, did it again. Yeah. Oh, we were talking about, um, wanting to date and stuff. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's the big difference between being ready and being willing to date. Because, like, legit, you have to be in the headspace to actually wanting someone around you. And I feel like for you, per se, like, you legit, unless someone's adding value to your life that you already don't already have, you're not going to feel the need to have them around. Like, I feel like you were, like you said, like, you were born alone, you'll die alone. So there's no reason for you to add another fucking existence or another fucking type of, like, body or entity around you that can throw off what you got going on. And so, like, you're just not that person. And so I feel like whatever guy can like fit into your life in a way that's not problematic will probably end up being the one you probably like the most. So if you're listening to yeah. this, this is a tip. Don't try to force your way in. Just exist and let him And I haven't found take. somebody who's not going to add problems to my life. It's like, you know, whenever I give somebody a, a chance, and I'm not saying I'm perfect or absolved from any wrongdoing, but what I'm saying is just like, it don't be worth it. It's like I got enough headaches going on and you're adding to it. And I don't, you know, I don't buy enough Excedrin per month to be dealing with extra headaches. So leave me the fuck alone with your nonsense. And Alex, no. you don't have sex in a car no more, I guess. I don't know. What, I, I don't like know car sex. I really enjoy car sex. Like I ain't had it in ages, but I really, really enjoyed it when I was having it. For a minute, that was all I was having, especially like in the summer of Chicago, like, so Chicago summers, it's just kind of, like, the car gets steamy, you got the music on, and back then, I had my, like, my little Corolla, and so I was able to, like, I was in the backseat just getting hammered, and then it was just, like, it was just so good. It was just, like, I don't know. Something about, I like, I like close quarters, I like body-to-body contact, I like, I like just feeling people on me, well, not people, but when I'm hooking up, I like feeling the guy on me, and so, like, car sex is, like, the ultimate, like, base for that. Like, the bed is fine, but I also, whenever I'm in bed, like, hooking up with a guy, I always think about other places in the room that I'd rather be, like, doing it at. So, car sex is a little more focused. I really regret my first car was um, a Dodge Avenger, 2010 Dodge Avenger. And I had only been in that back seat once, and that's because I was drunk leaving the club with this man and my best friend, and she had to drive because me and him was too drunk to function. But now that I think about it, his drunk ass drove home. But he's alive, so shout out to him. Um, and you I remember sitting in that back seat that. No, not at all. I remember sitting in that back seat that night and being like, you know, 
I'm not taking advantage of this. I need to get cracked. And I never did. The next thing I knew, well, not the next thing I knew, but eventually I crashed that car because I fell asleep at the wheel. And so I never got the chance to do it again. And all my other cars have small back seats. I had a cruise with a, you know, y'all know Chevy Cruise. Them cars are small. Small yeah. back seat. My Honda right now, small back seat. You know, I can barely get a water case of water back there. So it I, is what um, it is. I, I really enjoy my backseat right now. Like, I'm not going to say what type of car I have, but I like being able to get on my knees in fr- in the backseat and, like, still give head because the seat, wow. yeah, I know. I know. Like, mm, it's so good. But I also Crafty, like being acrobatic. I, yeah, you know, I'm kind of, like, I'm double jointed, but I don't know how to unlock it really. And so, like, I can squeeze mm. in the spaces and, like, I'm like, it's like Tetris kind of sometimes. And so, like, but anyway. But I like that, and I also like when a guy, like, lays, like, horizontal on the back seat, and I can, like, get, like, between his legs, because he has his legs open, so, like, one leg is propped up on the seat, other one's open wide, and, like, kind of, like, on, like, the um, armrest from the front seat, and I can, like, really angle it in there, I can eat some ass, I can suck some balls, I can choke on some dick, I can get choked, it's a really good angle, so if you're in the car sex, try that one if you haven't. But also, I okay, don't, Alex. Listen up. These are tips for you. Okay, pet peeve. I don't like when people like like touch my windows though, because I don't like fingerprints and smudges on there. So I like afterwards. I'm always irritated by about that more so than anything else. But those positions are golden. Well, what are they supposed to do when they get in here? They need something to grab onto. Grab the back of my head, okay? I don't need you. I don't need your fingerprints on my fucking shit. Like, I'm not into that. Like, I don't like that. That's, like, my biggest pet peeve. I'd rather a bird poop on my car than see finger, fucking fingerprints. Even though bird poop is pretty fucking annoying, too. It's the fucking fingerprints. I just hate it. Well, I'm going to light my blunt again to potentially having some car sex. I've, the most I've ever done is, like, well, not the most I've ever done. But, you know, you know, you jack off in your car. You jack off with other people in your car. That's about it. You be doing that? Suck a little dick in a car. I suck a little toes in the car, but I ain't, you know. Car, car toe sucking. Yeah, I, prop them toes up and pop them in. Prop them. Mouth. Okay, prop them and pop them. I know that's right. I I always wanted a guy to drive my car while he's like massaging my feet or like sucking my toes. I would, I would, I think that's so hot when I see like videos of that. Um. I'm really scared in general in the car. Like, whenever a guy's like, you want to give me hair while I drive? Not really, because that's not how I picture myself going out. So, let's try to avoid that. And so, um, I always say no to that. That's, the first, that's like my one no. First time I ever gave... I don't think it was my first time ever gave... It was maybe my second... I think this was my first time ever sucking dick, if I'm being... Like, if I can just recall Really? Correctly. I... Gave a man head while he drove his car. And I was 16, and he was a grown man. Oh, wait, hold on. Not a twist. (laughs) This took a twist. First of all, shame on him. Second of all, were you scared? Do you remember? And this was your first time? I believe it was my first time. I don't remember being scared. I remember, uh, okay, my sister was just like, you know, she was just like real cool. So I was like, you know, I'm going to go out with my friend. She was just like, okay. Because, you know, she was doing her own thing too. Yeah. Um, my mama, of course, had no knowledge of this, so it's fine. Um, and she then I just went out. Know. It was the middle of the night. You know, we drove around. He ate a little ass. He, you know, I ate a little ass. No, I ate his ass. Yeah, he ate my. He ate me up. Um, Not you are a young munchkin, bitch. I can't take that. He turned around and he got mad at me one time because, uh, like, I wouldn't like come see him, or like wouldn't link up with him some way. And he was like, "That's why you broke. That's why you ain't got no job. That's why you ain't got no car." I'm like. I'm 16. <laughs> Sir, I am a child. Okay, let's You're shaming that. a 16-year-old. You're like in your 20s, babe. And you have all of these things, but you're also a strange person. So, now what? Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, and when I had a I, Twitter, he was blocked on every account I created. 
Really? Oh, you still have it. You're, you're still like. No, well, he blocked me. Every time I would come back to Twitter, I would like end up finding out I'm blocked by him. And we would never interact, but he would block my Twitter. What is his beef with you? Um, I don't know. And I, I think the bitch ended up with cancer or something. I think he's sick because um, I don't know. I remember him being sick for some reason. That's that boy next door karma for you. <laughs> um, well, thank y'all for listening to this week's episode of Nonsense and Shenanigans. Make sure y'all go see Renaissance. Make sure y'all buy Pink Friday. Well, yeah, buy it. But, you know, go stream it if you're a loser and um, drive those sales up. Follow us on Instagram. You can follow me at Blackberry and you can follow the Instagram page at Boys Next Door Pod and subscribe to the YouTube at Boys Next Door Pod. Um, yeah. And follow me at Ken Lush. That's it. Uh, send your questions and emails to asboysnextdoor. Questions and emails. Questions and confessions to our email at asboysnextdoor at gmail.com. And rate that dick. Show. And send your dick pics and your feet pics. I don't know if anybody's ever sent feet pics, but you're supposed to be doing that. So Yeah, y'all been lacking. Yeah. All right, you guys. Till next week. Bye. Bye.